Got Mail. 1-800-POP-GOSS. What's up, everybody? It's Mikey. Hey, guys. It's Lexi. And this is 1-800-POP-GOSS. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Hey, another week we survived. Yes, the first Friday of April. We survived. You know, who is that? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let me try it again. We survived. Do you get it? Oh my God, wait, it's on the tip of my tongue. Come Come on. on. Oh, it's Moira. (laughs) (laughs) It's Moira Rose. (laughs) Oh my God, of course it is. I I gotta work on that. Okay, anyway. Uh, April showers bring May flowers. Yes. Sure. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Okay. I mean, bring on the rain. Bring it on. We can't wait. Uh, do you have anything to report about your life? Anything to report? Um, I mean, nothing too crazy. I just think, you guys, things are, like, happening, I feel, right? Things are going back to normal. I feel like every weekend now is something um, really exciting. I'm so thrilled. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the calendar's filling. How are you? I started going back to the gym, the inside gym. Woo! I know. Yes. And wow, am I out of shape. Yeah. I may look great. No, you look phenomenal. But it doesn't feel great. <laughs> it's all no. smoke and mirrors. Orange Theory just reopened for the first time last week, and obviously I've gone every week and every day, and it's pretty it's pretty sad. Like, you could work out so long for so many years, yeah. and then you take one little year off, <laughs> and everything goes to shit. And it's just like, and especially in Orange, well, I'm sure it's the same with, like, lifting. <laughs> you, you realize how far you regress and what you used to be able to do is just not even an option anymore. Yeah. Just one casual short year off. (laughs) Just one little baby year. And it's like, oops, you can't do that anymore. Wake up girly. You've got nothing. (laughs) All right. Well, we got to get to touching our toes. We got to stretch a little bit. We got to pick up, pick up a, pick up a dumbbell. Oh my gosh. And put it right back down (laughs) and go for the little two pounder. (laughs) That's perfect. Ugh. Anyway, all right, we're back on our grinds. Yes, we're back on the grind. So let's just get to it. It's time for weekly Kay. goss. Weekly goss. Weekly. 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 Goss. Goss. That's goss. All right. First, I'm excited to talk about this. Okay. Lil Nas X. So he came out with a music video to a new song called Montero parentheses, call me by your name. Okay. It depicts him riding a stripper pole from heaven all the way to hell and then giving Satan a lap dance. Whoa. You haven't watched the music video? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so basically, we're going to start with just talking about the music video, and then there's a whole other part of this which gets crazy. Um, Everybody's flipping out about the music video because... uh, When was it released? Like two days ago, maybe three. I don't know. At the beginning of the week. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sometime. Everybody's up in arms because it depicts him lap dancing Satan. Sure, that's a problem. And most of the people are claiming they have issues with it because of religious values. Uh, But then most 
liberals, I guess you could say, um, are claiming that everybody has an issue with it because it's a gay thing and it's the gay, he's gay and sitting on Satan's lap. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. That they're just hiding behind the religious excuse just because that's easier than like being anti-gay. Understood. Okay, wow. Okay, wow. Okay. (laughs) So there's all this, all the gays are all up in arms like... Christians, you created a world where everyone had to fear hell and now finally someone came out of the closet and then like reshaped his viewpoint of hell because clearly it's all BS and all this stuff. Um, I don't have a problem with the music video. Okay. It's kind of, I mean, I don't see, I would be curious to see people's reactions if that was a music video and a woman was in it. He's kind of got the gemstones going like Britney Spears. He, I'm yeah, watching it right he, now. Oh, good. <laughs> he likes to make a statement. He does. You know, I'm not a huge Lil Nas X fan. Okay. I actually really like the song. I think it's a great song. Fantastic. But I am not a huge fan. I think some of his stuff is more for bling or to make a statement rather than authentic I think maybe he wears certain outfits just to like make headlines or you know to be that gay person that he thinks maybe he should be or something like that you know I don't want to be a gay guy tearing down another gay guy because I'll never hear the end of it but but he's just not my favorite man there are layers to this I gotta watch this music video I started it it's I'm getting Hunger Games vibes we're in the Garden of Eden there's a lot going on yeah it's pretty wild. It is. The song's great. So So how did Nike get involved? <laughs> this is <laughs> also wild. So Lil Nas X partnered with a some artist or something. I don't know all the facts, all the deets, but who needs them? Uh, he partnered with an artist and made 666 of these shoes. Okay. Which are themed around his devil music video. He put drops of human blood in each of the shoes. Of his own blood? I don't know whose blood it is, but it's actual human blood in the shoes. They're selling for like $1,000 each. He only made 666 pairs. Okay. Of course, the whole internet's going wild. Everybody's talking about it. And so then Nike is now suing Lil Nas X because they had nothing to do with it. Everybody's outraged because these shoes have human blood in them. Yeah. And it's like, whose blood is it? The whole thing has gone off the deep end. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if they saw that coming. I mean, I'm sure they knew like original controversy and what it would be. And then like the shoes and situation. Something about that weirds me out uh, little little not little lil nas <laughs> lil nas x little boy nas is new <laughs> is new to the scene but something that big seems to be like it would be very obvious to uh, a, a very obvious no-no right yeah for copyright reasons for dramatic news reasons, but mostly for copyright reasons because he's going to get sued for infringement and all this stuff. Well, he is getting sued. And, well, he's going to be, I think he's going to be effed. But some of this makes me feel like, was this all staged? Yeah, maybe. It just seems like a weird scenario. He's 21. 
Yeah, or maybe he's just... He's a little young. Maybe he's just a dum-dum. Well, aren't we all at 21? Yeah, <laughs> well, of course, but that's why, that's why you got people when you're famous, you know? Yeah, well, Godspeed to him. Maybe next time, leave the human blood at home. I don't know. Would you buy a pair of shoes with human blood in them? No. Would that weird you out? I think it would weird me out. Well, like, where is it in the shoe? Is it in the... I want to say there's, like, a medallion with the human blood in the medallion. And the medallion is attached. They're also not that cute. I mean, maybe they are for some people, but that's not my style. Oh, it's a Nike shoe. It's a Nike shoe that they got, and then they they revamped it. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Oh, and I see where the blood is. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not big on blood <laughs> that's not mine, so... <laughs> I wish, I do think, maybe Sans the Blood, it's a pretty genius idea, like, to do something like that, to go with the theme, if they had gotten approval, or maybe it was his, I don't know, not the blood, but I like the, I like the idea that he's getting creative, making a shoe. Sure, sure. You know? Well, maybe next time he'll, he'll, he won't get sued. (laughs) Whatever. People say if you're getting sued, you're being successful. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. That's true. This might be the end of Lil Nas X. Oh, my God. (laughs) Probably not, though. Okay. That was a lot. Okay. Next. This was news to me. The Pepsi and Peeps collab. Um, (laughs) One column article says that it tastes, this can of Pepsi tastes like Peeps have melted into it. So, obviously, I'd like to know the nutritional value. What is with these... Weird collaborations nowadays. People just want to do things with other people, it seems. It's just like, wow. Chipotle with the elf makeup. There was the KFC Crocs. Now this. Oh, yes. The Peeps and Pepsi. It's just wild. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, it is wild. I mean, this sounds like a sugar. (laughs) Drinking pure sugar. A sugar bomb. Yeah. Okay, wait. So what is the nutritional info on this? Well, it wasn't showing me, but it did oh. show that the nat- the nutritional value of a peep is 120 calories per peep oh with God. 31 grams of, well, 31 carbohydrates and 28 grams of sugar. One peep? One peep. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Somebody Googled, are peeps healthy? That is insane. That's disgusting. Okay, so I'm trying to think. A peep is like a marshmallow flavor. Yeah, I think it, it, the base is a marshmallow, and then they flavor the sugar outside, right? Yeah, and that paired with a Pepsi, ooh, it just doesn't sound good. Americans eat more than 600 million peeps and bunnies during Easter. I mean. Globally, okay. a billion are consumed per year. Whoa, America. You guys. No, no. we got to be done with these. Oh, my gosh. Can peeps go bad? No. Peeps are indestructible. I believe cool. that. Marshmallows are practically indestructible. That's awesome. Well, go peeps, go Pepsi. Did you ever find an old bag of marshmallows in your cabinet that's, like, hard as a rock, and then you open it, and it's, like, still edible? Um, no. Like, from your mom's baking or something? No. Okay. The only the only thing we really had with marshmallows was Rocky Road ice cream, and that never had the chance to go old <laughs> because it was gone. Of course. As soon not. as we brought it home. Oh my god! Have you ever microbed yeah. a peep? I've never eaten a peep. What? 
I've ne- I don't really have too much of a sweet tooth for that stuff. It's more chocolate for me, savory, like bacon chocolate. Are you kidding? You've never had a peep? No way. I barely got into candy corn like a few years ago. Like I'm not a big sugar, sugar, sugar. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't okay. be scared though. Your challenge this week? Don't send me peeps. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely oh not. My God, Did you, you not just hear? Peep. No, because I can't do anything at the gym. I'm like a worm in the gym. I gotta go. I can't get peeps. Oh my God. Peeps are the American dream. Oh my God. Well, we'll see. Maybe on Easter, I'll split a peep with someone. We'll see. Okay, yeah, split it. Just 60 cows. Just only a light 60 cows. Cows. <laughs> <laughs> cows. Okay, Gosspass, if you get your hands on a Peep Pepsi, you better email us or DM us or tell us how it tastes because I guarantee you I will not be trying it. Right. Actually, I guarantee you I will be trying it. Right. And um, you could also, if you want to anonymously send them all to Lexi, um, feel free to send her (laughs) millions of Pepsi can Peeps. Pepsi. I'll just give you my address here and include my social. (laughs) That would be perfect. Okay. Next on the docket, oh gosh, this is hard. Okay, you guys, so I watched the first few episodes of Demi Lovato's new docuseries on YouTube called Dancing with the Devil. Um, It's a four-part series. Three pieces have been released. Michael, have you watched any of it? No, I have not watched a single Demi Lovato documentary. Okay. (laughs) Okay, well... (laughs) That makes one of you. I have been along the ride for all of her docu-series and documentaries. Um, This one is very difficult to watch because you just, as a viewer and as someone who has had a first front row seat to her career and kind of grew up with her, same age, paralleled ages our whole lives. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Went through Disney phase together. We did Barney together. And then she like blew up and has all these albums and it was so fun. And she hung out with the Jonas Brothers, whatever. (laughs) Um, it's hard to watch this documentary and be able to trust her. Like, I think that's totally valid because it's, it's just, it's addiction and she's battling addiction and she has been for a long time. And with every documentary, more and more information is released about what's happened to her. And it's just every single documentary, there's more and more that's happened that comes out. And it's like, I mean, she even said in this last episode that was just released this week, after she had that big overdose in 2018, 2019, where she like had her strokes and her heart mm-hmm. attacks, that was not the last time she did heroin. Oh, God. She continued to do drugs after that. And um, it's just very hard. I, I hope that, you know, I hope she has a good team behind her that maybe this is not the best thing for her. And we got to... I don't know. It's just, it's hard to believe because I just feel like in another three years, she's going to release another docuseries about how she lied during this one and she was using the uh, whole time. It's just very yeah. difficult as a viewer. Yeah. And I used to be so on top of her release dates and now I'm just kind of like, I just want her to be good. I think also, I'm, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's also just frustrating. And I mean, I don't really even think of this as like a money thing, but I feel like we are really um, given 
insight into where she's at via her songs that are coming out that are like, I'm not sober anymore. Now I'm sober. Da, 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 da. She has very, right. the words in her songs are very telling where she's at in her life. And I agree. And it's frustrating. And I mean, that is, that is like the key point of addiction is that, you know, that is the addiction is the lying and the, the making things up. And the hard part about these celebrities with addictions is you're in an industry that is very prevalent to drugs, alcohol, parties. When you have all the money in the world, right? it's very easy to justify buying drugs. Right. Also, when you're a celebrity, depending on your level of celebness, you can't stop being a celebrity. Right. You know, it's like, what is she supposed to do? If she is battling this addiction, it might be affecting any other work. So the only thing they can have her be doing right now is these documentaries. You know, she might not be able, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but you know, she might not be able to record that much music or do any acting because she's just a total mess, you know? So, I mean, I'm sure some of this is for money. Right. But... I'm sure you're not the only person that feels this way. So it's like, at what point do her fans start letting go? Right. You know? I know. So that's, it's, it's, it's really emotional and it's hard to watch because I used to really think that she had it together and like, she was really going through it. And now I just like, I just look at her and I'm like, you need so much help. I don't think you even believe what you're saying anymore. <laughs> you know, and that's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. And it's like, maybe we should just turn the cameras off and like disappear. I don't for know. A little I while. grew up in a, right. I didn't, I mean, come on. I did not grow up in Hollywood, but I did grow up around people who did become famous. Yeah. And one of the gals who did, who was, who grew up with me doing children's theater and then moved forward to do whether it was YouTube and now she's YouTube famous or it was, um, the Disney channel and now she's on television, Broadway, so on and so forth. Yeah. Parents play a pivotal role in all of it. Mm-hmm. The parents at the end of the day are the ones like to pull their kids back and say what's right, what's wrong. They have their kids' best interests. And for sure. So it's just, it's really tough. And I, I, I just, this is, it's a hard documentary to watch. Anyway, that's really all I had to say. Okay. Well, yeah. also, and I, on a, on a lighter note, uh, I believe she became out as pansexual, right? I don't know. Uh, Cause I haven't been on Instagram and right now they just like, um, teased the part of the docuseries where she quarantined with a guy in her mom's house for quarantine. As so in Max I'm Ehrlich, not- Eric? Max Ehrlich? Maybe we're going there. I don't know. It was just tease. She never said his name. I have no idea. Okay. I know, I know, I know. Well, I saw one article headline that said she came out as pansexual. So maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Maybe we'll follow up on that next week. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll get back to you on that, Gospas. So just hang tight. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is good. It's a great week. Not a lot happened, but the stuff that did happen this week, it's good shit. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Fans, Bravo fans. The news broke earlier this week that Jen Shaw of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City got arrested for fraud, a big telemarketing scheme, and rumor has it she was like in the middle of filming when she got a call that was allegedly a tip off. (gasps) She told the producers while they were filming, she's like, My husband just got admitted to the hospital. 
I have to go right now. So they let her go, obviously. And then 10 minutes later, the FBI showed up to their where her and the rest of the ladies were filming. And then obviously they caught up to Jen where she had ended up, which I think she just went home because she um, was seen getting arrested in glam. (laughs) Well, see, that's, that's what it is. So then what happened? What telemarketing scam? So it was all, it's all alleged right now. So I don't really know any deets on that, but if she got arrested, basically on camera or if that show got like the FBI coming to try and find her that is yeah. basically real housewives history uh, and i think that's great tv that is gold it's their second season everybody's already hyped up about the first season so much hype and now this yeah. it's great now this it's wow great okay so stay tuned everybody i will yeah <laughs> good uh Next. Uh-oh. I... I uh, <laughs> apparently Tyra Banks is coming back to host Dancing with the Stars. I don't have the goss on it. What's happening? There's no goss. That's it. And I knew you would be so angry. Uh, <laughs> that's all? I believe it's okay, their 30th well, season, so it'll probably be pretty big. Okay. I knew you'd be bummed. I guess nobody listened to our petition to not have her back (laughs) yeah absolutely where have you people been who is not paying attention the only thing i'll say is that i you know she is now used to what's going on and stuff hopefully so maybe her second time around it'll be a little bit better yeah a little bit smoother a little less mess (laughs) right you know, and I think maybe even the producers she was working with probably learned a little bit about her, too. So maybe they'll reel in the fashion or, you know. That she can't do the job. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was a pretty big learning curve there. Well, this just really got me upset. This is going to start airing. I just Google it. It's going to start September 2021. They said that there was a pretty significant viewership drop. Eight se- Season 29 had a significant 8% drop in viewership. Um I wonder, I wonder why. why. <laughs> I wonder why. I, oh God. Anyway, well, ABC does it again. I just, the thing is, is I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to tune <laughs> yeah, in. You How are. can I not? Anyway. All right. Well, you guys, that's it for Weekly Goss. If you have anything else that happened this week that you want us to talk about, send us an email. If you have any feelings on Tyra Banks, Real Housewives, Demi Lovato, all that nonsense, shoot us an email. Uh, 1-800-HOT-GOSS at gmail.com. Next. Next. Next on the agenda today, Netflix and Goss. So excited for this, Netflix and Goss. We haven't done this segment in a while. I know. Okay, what have we been watching? So I'll kick us off because I put down the first show, and the first show is Ginny and Georgia. Great show. Great show. Wait, you watched it, huh? I haven't finished it. (gasps) What episode are you on? I don't know. Late in the season. Great. Okay, well, wow. I mean, you think it's just this lighthearted little show, and it is murder, (laughs) it's romance, it's coming of age, it's motherhood, it's everything. And then everything. Throw in a little southern drawl, and I I was way more than I bargained for. Yeah. Uh, Okay, things I liked about it. They included just about every 
thing there is from lesbians to uh, a mute person, um, gays, all different ethnicities. Right. Young mothers, you know. All Teenage pregnancy. Things. Teenage pregnancy. Rape. Rape. Murder. Lust. Affairs. Lust. Affairs. Pretty much everything. Um, do, your actress from Schitt's Creek is in that show. Yes. Which is great. Whatever her name is. Yeah. <laughs> Unknown. I don't know either. It's Roland's wife. Playing the exact same character, but I'm not mad the about it. The same gal. Um, yeah, except her husband isn't Roland. Things I didn't like. I wasn't quite sure who the audience was. <laughs> okay, that's a very interesting critique. Because at, at first I thought it was a kid's show. But then it was like dealing with abuse and rape and guns. And then it was like... And embezzlement. And embezzlement. And I was like, this is a lot of stuff that late te- like college young adults would care about. But it's focused. the main focus is people in high school. So it just was kind of like... Where is this going? Continue. Well, that's it. I just didn't know who the who the um, who the audience was, and I think that that was a little. I just hope I don't know if it'll come back. I think it'll come back for a second season, but I don't know because it's like who's watching it. Well, everybody, all of America. I think that <laughs> you know how I get. As soon as I'm like hooked into something, I'm watching the YouTube interviews, I'm reading the articles, <laughs> and from what I have seen, a season two is going to be returning because they do leave you on quite a cliffhanger. Okay. And at this very exact second, I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And I mean, it doesn't end there. I, it could, but it can't. Okay. And so. I'm excited. I started rewatching it, obviously, and I'm like weirdly. Oh, did you? I know. I'm weirdly attracted to the guy in it. The mayor. Who's? No, see, that's the oh. thing. It's why it's weird. The kid. Which kid? The kid across the street. He's he's handsome. He's like seventeen. Do you love that? There's that one who's in the like thirty in the. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, he's probably 18 in real life, so I think we're in the clear. He's 21 in real life. I looked it up, but still. There we go. Did you love that other really hot jock that's in that group of friends? Like, randomly way too hot to be in high school and looks like he's been bodybuilding for, like, five years. (laughs) Yes, and kind of has crow's feet. It's like, you're not kidding anybody here, babe. Like, DM me. He's hot, too. Um, I think the mayor is fine. Mayor is... Everything. I'm glad. Down for the mayor. I'm glad they gave him a shirtless scene too. I thought they weren't going to do it. No, they did it. That again, I I understand your comment now about the audience. Who is it? Because there's a lot of sex in it. A lot of sex. Yeah, there's a lot of adult. Maybe it's supposed to be like a family show. Though I wouldn't want to watch that with my. Though I would not watch that with my family. (laughs) Or my dad. Yeah, no, absolutely not. It's like watching Outlander with your parents. I don't think so. Oh, God. I haven't even watched that. Okay, well, that's Ginny and Georgia. There we go. Check it out. Uh, next, we have Seaspiracy, the latest in dramatic documentaries on Netflix. Right. So Seaspiracy is basically uh, along the lines of What the Health, which is also on Netflix. Um, Black, Blackfish. Blackfish. Yeah. There's another one. There's another fish one or something. I don't know. Those documentaries that are kind of like really dramatic, like gotcha, but right. like 
they're pretty fun to watch. So this one's basically like stop eating fish. <gasps> the fishing industry is corrupt. No really? one can regulate it. Yes. It doesn't really surprise you. <laughs> yeah. It does. Who's tracking these fishing boats that are out in the middle of the ocean that can do whatever they want? I don't know. That's Basically, not my issue. <laughs> it's not your issue. So stop eating fish. I know you're obsessed with sharks. Leave the whales alone. But So it's it's less whales and it's more sharks and the dolphins, I think. Okay. Dolphins, different story. And then they can classify. One thing I remember from the documentary is that they can classify a lot of these catches as like accidents because they accidentally ended up in the net because nobody's checking. Right. So anyway, that's, I mean, just watch the documentary. I don't want to spoil anything, nor do I quite remember everything uh, <laughs> about it. Okay, I'm so excited. I'm going to watch it. But it's really interesting, and it didn't necessarily make me want to stop eating fish. Well, it did and it didn't. I could never give up sushi. Sorry, everybody. But it did make me care about fish more. See, something is wrong with me because I was one of those people who watched Super Size Me and then craved a Big Mac. I saw it so much and he was eating it so much and I was like, God, that looks good. I now, had McDonald's breakfast this morning. Exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. So I, I understand like there are pros and cons to everything and I know nothing about the subject of deep sea fishing and like crabbing and all that stuff. Yeah. However, much of my diet is fish and I need to be more concerned about the mercury intake. But there's a lot of things to be worried about. So I'm very interesting to I love I'm so excited to watch Sea Conspiracy. Okay, well then we'll have to follow up once <laughs> you watch it and get your hot take. Okay. Perfect. Okay, last but not least, Netflix and Goss, you guys, Marriage or Mortgage. Now, I have to say, I just love this title. I think it's so funny. Like, when they come up with catchy titles like that, I'm like, get it. I don't care if this show is bad. I just think it's funny to talk about. Um, But to Uh, tell you the truth, I haven't watched it. Okay, I've started it. I've started it. I actually, this was a recommendation from my roommate Taylor. She was watching this with her sister. And um, so I started it. It's very, it's exactly what everybody is thinking right now in our age group. Do I blow, if I have a lump sum of money, do I use it? I shouldn't say do I blow it on. Do I use it on a wedding or do I use it to pay down a mortgage? Okay. Well, I'm sure that the show has a lot of different opinions, but I feel like a mortgage is the smarter thing to do. Well, of course. I mean, it's very interesting and it shows different couples, different ages, different locations, how location matters and what you can do with money and how far your money goes in some places over others. It's very interesting and it's everything anyone our age is thinking about right now. That's true. You know, especially like as we are in our age and where a lot of people can work remote and you're not necessarily tied to anywhere Mm -hmm. or tethered. And it's like, well, where can I go? Where do I have to be? What if I want to do this? What if I do want a six bedroom house? That's possible, but not where I currently am. You know, it's a fun spiral that I really have found myself in often. (laughs) So it's fun. It's fun. We're having fun. I love that. I feel like in real life, if I wasn't really thinking about it, I would pick the marriage. Yeah. But if I was on a show that was like, you either get married or you get a house, I would feel like I would logically only pick the house. Okay. 
Hold on, I need to back up. Okay. These people are not gifted money on the show. I know. It's but, like they have, oh, okay. But if someone's <laughs> okay. spelling it out for me, if they're like, right. here, this show is mortgage or marriage, and you can get married or you can get in a house with your money, I feel like if I was logically put in that scenario, I would pick mortgage. Right. Whereas if I was True. just living my life, I would probably pick marriage. Yeah. See, that's the thing. And it depends if you're being gifted a wedding by your parents. True. Or if you have to afford your own wedding. It, everything starts to change and you start to think about that. Oh, and that's very realistic. It's very okay, well, realistic first. and it's a very great conversation. So love it. Enjoy it. Get your wheels turning. I added one. You need boyfriends first. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are cool, too. Um, but also, I added one more to the list. Michael, and we don't have to deep delve into it, but it's the college admission scandal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, both of us have watched it. Mm-hmm. Both of us have a lot of opinions on it. If you are vacuuming or cleaning your house or you're doing some adult coloring or <laughs> looking at mortgages in other states, turn this on. It's a great documentary. Um, they do – it's not my – I'm not a fan of the style – uh, they do recreations less than actual right. interviews, but I think mostly because right. they're not going to interview these actual rich people that went to jail. Right. So most of it's all around the wiretap of the guy of the lead. What's his name? Rick? Rick. Uh, the documentary is centered around phone conversations from this guy and the people that were paying the money. So they did a lot of recreations and it really dives into like what was going on, how they did it. And it's really, really fascinating. Yeah. Rick Singer lives the free life, a free man in Sacramento. Go find him. Go find him and answer for his crimes. Anyway, I think everybody should watch it. I Okay, question for you. Who's the target audience in that documentary? Well, documentaries are different. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Adults. Anybody. <laughs> anybody who wants info on things. Okay. Who is the news targeted you- for? <laughs> anybody. Okay, well, then everybody get on everybody it. Everybody get on it. Everybody get on it. Okay. All right, you guys, next it's time for Table Topics. Oh, you guys, my fr- favorite segment. I've picked two Table yes. Topics for us to review. Yeah, we're going to do two today. We'll do two. It's going to close out our mm-hmm. segment. So first things first, Michael, yes. who is your ideal neighbor? That's a great question, Lexi. Is it? Yes. Don't thank me. Thank Table Topics. You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. No, <laughs> um, oh, no I'm yeah. kidding. Oh, I'm your ideal neighbor. Whoops, I didn't even get that. Okay, no, go ahead. No, I, uh, I think you always hear about those like news stories every once in a while where it's like, five friends bought a commune and <laughs> live in tiny oh houses gosh, next yes. to each other. I yes, do yes. think that would be really fun. It would be ideal. Uh, I think it would be fun to live next to a celebrity. Oh my gosh, okay. That you got along with. Maybe, okay. you know, because okay. then you can get in with a celebrity and celebrities throw friend parties. Yeah. You know, uh, I yeah. also think I saw a meme today. Okay. That was like normalized, not getting married and staying single and getting a mansion with your five friends and 10 dogs. Okay. You need to get off top team 10 or whatever <laughs> YouTube BS. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. What about taxes? Anyway, continue. That's it. I just think it would be fun to get some friends together and live in a big mansion. Okay, I love that. If you were all single. And they would be your neighbors. They would yes. be your okay. neighbors, but they live in the same house. Okay. Our answers are so wildly different. Okay. I, I don't even know why I'm saying this, and I can't remember. I don't think he was our neighbor, but growing up, there was this gentleman. His name was Mr. Ed, and we went to the same church parish, and he'd come over every Sunday, uh-huh. and he'd bring cookies, and we'd walk around the block, and it was like kind of a grandfather figure, okay. but I think like that would be really nice to have as a neighbor. A grandfather. Yeah, so on one side is my commune of friends, <laughs> and the other side is like a Mr. Ed figure so who's dead. lived a lot of life and has crazy stories and is just like a really good anchor. Okay, I love that. Okay, so actually, I was just going to mention this. It's funny that you said this. My old apartment, okay. yeah. I was, me and my roommate were the youngest tenants in that complex by about 30 years okay that is either a good thing or a bad thing no so it actually turned out really well because they were all older gay men so they thought we were like really cute and really fun and we brought life and they pretty much ignored any maybe rowdiness that happened at our apartment oh that's nice and they were all really sweet and like checked up on us and so it was nice having some elder neighbors Yes, and for advice. Like, that generation knows so much. They've lived so much. In San Francisco, when we've gone apartment from apartment, we have we have those legacy renters mm-hmm. who are old women, really upset, really cranky. Yeah. You you walk in high heels at 8 a.m., they come slamming on your door and ask <laughs> you to stop. Like, I haven't had that experience, but a house is different because you have your own four walls sure. and all that stuff. So that would be my ideal neighbor. Well, I guess you're also not going to move into my mansion with me, so... Well, I'm going to pop in, pop out. Because you guys will be to the left of me and then Mr. Ed will be to the right. Got it. You need your own space. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, do I. Okay. Second question. All right. This is an emotional question. Okay. Which household appliance has been worth more than you paid? I'm sorry. This is an emotional question? My answer is emotional. It's so stupid, but go on. Okay. Well, mine's an air fryer. Absolutely. How much was it? I don't know. I got it for Christmas. Oh, so it was a gift. I think around eighty to a hundred dollars. Okay, but you got it for free, and you've had more use with it. Well, I got it for free, but if I had paid for it, it would have already paid for itself. And then okay, some. so what do you like? What are your favorite air fried dishes? Gospas. If you do not have an air fryer, you need to go buy one. This instant they're really cheap now because they're okay. really popular um or you can get a nicer one or a big one anything that you would pull out of the freezer that you would fry is absolutely perfect out of an air fryer okay um like french fries chicken nuggets pizza rolls anything that you would put in the microwave instead of you know if you were pulling it out of the freezer you yeah, put yeah, it yeah. in the air fryer and it's freaking amazing also is it healthier it's healthier because it fries it, but it doesn't use oil. Or it doesn't use much it oil. It uses air. It just uses the okay. air. I don't know how it works. It just blows the air around. If you're a chef, okay. if you're a chef, this is even better. Because if you're breading chicken or like adding crust to it, then it literally fries whatever you're trying to fry without the oil. Okay. You know, I don't know how to like 
make a chicken nugget at home, but some people do. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, maybe I'll go buy one because I don't have one. You got to get one. Also, even, I mean, if you get a big enough one, even just baking stuff, it kind of crisps. Like I used to put like cubed chicken in there and it kind of crisps the outside while still cooking it and it cooks really quickly. Awesome. We have an Instapot, but we don't have a an air fryer. Okay, cool. Is that your answer? Mine is um, a microwave that I was gifted by my uncle. And he gave me this microwave um, when I went to college at University of the Pacific. He gave it to me in 2010. Mm-hmm. And it's still the microwave I use to this day. Oh, my God. And now it's kind of breaking, but it's like it's one of those appliances. It's something that's now a part of me. Aww. And my uncle, he passed away my, ju- my sophomore year of college. Aww. So I, it was like... It's what I have left, and I can't, even though it, it takes about four minutes to heat up anything, <laughs> I can't get rid of it Don't. because it was a gift. Oh, my God. I know. And I, my, my roommates throughout the years, because it's still our microwave here in San Francisco, my roommates throughout the years are like, do you guys want to get a new microwave? And Taylor is always like, we can't. <laughs> we can't. You can't just throw that away. You have to talk to Lexi first. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> you sweet. You know how you have weird connections to things? Yeah, of course. Okay, that now your answer makes sense. I was like, what in the world do you have an emotional connection to in your kitchen? No, I know. But now it makes and sense. And this... This microwave, like when we went to my Uncle Dave's house in Gilroy, this was the one in the shed that the kids could mm. use. Like it's just been a part of our family. And then that's what he gave to me to go to college. So sweet. And so, and it's been with me ever since here. In every San Francisco apartment, it's been with me. And it's still with me to this day. And I know I'm going to need a new one soon. And I'm going to have to ask my parents if I can put this microwave in the garage. And then I'll keep it in my garage once I get this commune house. There. And there we fun. go. <laughs> You can put it in one of the many kitchens that will be in the house. I'll put it in one of the many <laughs> commune kitchens. That's the plan. And it'll take 10 minutes to microwave a piece of anything. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. Okay, that was a good answer. That was way better than mine, but that's okay. Thanks. Well, that's what these table topics are about. They're supposed to bring out deep conversation, and it did. I mean, you're, I'm going to go buy an air fryer now, <laughs> and I'm going to make cube chicken, so and deep. now you know I need to live next to an old man who's wise. You know, these are first date questions that if you're on a date with somebody you don't know, you start talking about appliances, and then you start signing leases together. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeez, well, too bad we're not dating at this point. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe one day if it works out in our favor. Okay, don't get me started on that. Okay, fine. I won't. You already have a pact with somebody else. Oh, Oh, my other marriage pact. Well, I think he has a girlfriend, so I think that marriage pact is off, but I'll ask him. Uh, He listens to this podcast, so we'll see. It's off if they don't have table topics. (laughs) If they haven't talked about appliances, that might be the end. Yeah, then we're done. We're never talking again. Absolutely. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, leave a review. No goss is off limits, so send us that email at 1-800-HOT-GOSS at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 1-800-HOT-GOSS. I'm Mikey. And I'm Lexi. Goss Goss you later. later.